John chapter 11. I'm going to read one verse of scripture and then we'll go to the beginning after the end. Amen? We'll walk through the text, but I'm going to give you one verse of scripture and then I'm going to give you my subject and then we're going to let the Lord have his way. Is that all right? When you have it, please stand. Yeah. I want to read the 44th verse of the 11th chapter of the book of John. The Bible says, The dead man came out bound hand and foot with linen strips and with his face wrapped in a cloth. Jesus said to them, unwrap him and let him go. I want to preach from the subject, death is no place to quit. Father, we bless you and we thank you. That's John chapter 11, verse 44. Death is no place to quit. Father, in the name of Jesus, have your way in this place. Amen. You may be seated. The same God who said all things work together for the good in Romans 8 28 it is that God that said in Jeremiah 29 11 that I know the plans that I have for you plans to prosper you to give you a hope and a future an expected end it is that God that said in Hebrews chapter 12 verse 2 that he is the author and the finisher of our faith. But he also said in Acts chapter 14 verse 22 that it is necessary to go through many hardships to enter into the kingdom of God. Also in Isaiah 48, 10, he said, He has chosen us in the furnace of affliction. But it is that God that said in Hebrews chapter 9, verse 27, that it is appointed for man once to die, then after that, the judgment. That, that's, that's a lot to be said about the God that we serve. That all things are working together for my good. That he knows the plans to bring a expected and a hope and a future to prosper me. That he is the author. He is the finisher. That I have to go through trials and tribulations. And through the fire furnace of affliction, he has chosen me. And that after death. 
death there is a judgment it, it is it is amazing that God has said all these things and why because if we'll be honest we all are going through some things in our life and we all ha have understanding that God has a plan for us and we want to ask God God what are you doing in my life at this time if you're saying all things work together for the good why am I going through all the things that I'm going through and facing the things that I'm facing in life if if you know the plan could you at least let me in on the plan can you that 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 God that if this thing isn't going to kill me then what what is actually going on in my life that it's necessary that I go through some things because it is while I go through the life the, the trials and the tests of life that I grow and I learn more about the God who I say I trust that that in our lives God is wanting to get some glory tap your neighbor say neighbor he wants glory out of your life he he wants glory out of your life that means he wants to take your life and put it on a banner that says victory and let it let the world see how good he is but he cannot show the world how good he is until you go through how bad he is when you question God where you question what is happening God you said you were gonna open the door and doors aren't opening that you said that things are gonna come true they're not coming true that my marriage is in trouble my finances are in trouble my And, and to tell you the truth I come to places sometimes in life where I just want to quit I want to give up I'm tired of fighting this fight it seems like I'm the only one fighting this fight. Y'all better come on and help me up in here. Anybody dealing with life? Because if you haven't yet, you will. It will come. But tell your neighbor death is no place to quit now now if i was failing to be a place to quit but if death is no place to quit you're gonna have to help me with this because death is final and if death is if final is no place to quit where do i go if i can't go to final <laughs> y'all better help me that that i mean hey you know final is final but after death, then the judgment, which means death is not final. Which means there's something after. Which means I can't get to death and quit. I got to get to death and go a little. <laughs> I got to go a little bit further. I, I can't just. So let's look at the story. I'm not going to bore you because it's a very familiar passage. But go to verse 1. We're just going to glean from it. Can we glean from the story of Lazarus? Who? Write down whatever the Lord says to you. He says, Now a man was sick, Lazarus, from Bethany, the village of Mary, and her sister Martha. Now, Mary was the one who anointed the Lord with perfume, wiped his feet with her hair, and it, and it was her brother, Lazarus, who was sick. 
Point one, let's go, well, let's work it as we go with it. But somebody say, Mary was the one. You see that? It said, Mary was the one who anointed the Lord with perfume and wiped the feet. This was her, this wasn't no ordinary Mary. <laughs> this was the one that anointed Jesus' hair with her feet. This was her brother. You better act like you know. Oh no, but I want to tell you this. Tap your neighbor and say, neighbor, Jesus has no respect of persons. Uh, uh, I don't care what you think you did or who you think you are. Or See, it had to say it was this Mary. Mary was the one. Because you know, a lot of times we want to bring to God, God, I'm the one. I'm the one that's always at church. I'm the one that's always giving. I'm the one that's always feeding my neighbor. I'm the one that's always giving the clothes on my back. I'm the one that's always tithing. I'm the one that's always shouting. I'm the one that's always nice. Why well, I gotta be the one that's, it's that one. So let's get it straight who it is. And her brother was sick. And the Bible says, so the sisters sent a message to Jesus. Somebody say, send a message. That's prayer, y'all. How do I get a message to Jesus? Prayer. <laughs> it's not my neighbor. It's me. It's Lord standing in the need of y'all better help me we have a church today i'm not gonna get theological on y'all today but god say somebody say there's a word so see see when you have a problem and you are i have a relationship with jesus because mary was the one she sent a message a lot of people try to send messages through other people because their relationship is not. <laughs> y'all, y'all missed it. See, see, but when you got a relationship, you don't need to send a message. You can go directly. They, they sent the message. And now watch, watch what the message read. Lord, the one you love is sick. Don't don't tell me just because you serve in Jesus, stuff don't happen. The, the one you love. That this was Jesus' friend. His boy got sick. Not not a stranger. Not somebody that wasn't close. They knew what they were doing. First of all, it's me, Mary. The one who's here touched your feet. And second of all, it's my brother. The one you love. Oh my God. The, the, the one you care about is in trouble. And when Jesus heard it, he said, this sickness will not end in death, but it's for the glory of God. So that the Son of God may be glorified through it. The, the sickness is not unto death. Tap your neighbor and say, this ain't going to kill you. It's, it's so God could get some glory out of it. There's a purpose in your pain. 
There's a purpose for your struggle. It's not to kill you. It's so that God can get some glory. God can trust you with the level of pain that's been assigned to you. This ain't gonna kill you. This ain't gonna wipe you out. Don't even cry about it. Don't even sweat it. This is for the glory of God. Now, some things come because we deserve it, because we brought it about ourselves, but not this. Somebody say, not this. There are some things that are going on in your life right now that God has allowed so that God can get. So you, you're the one that said, oh God, I want to glorify you in all that I do. See, glory don't come cheap. Glory does not come cheap. You ain't going to say nothing. Advertisement costs more than, I better help me, that, that people spend billions of dollars on advertisement because they understand that advertisement is an investment on what's about to happen. Y'all better help me. And God said, I'm about to advertise. This ain't going to end in death, but I'm going to get some glory now. Now, Jesus loved Martha, her sisters, and Lazarus. So when he heard that he was sick, he stayed two more days in the place that he was. Oh, my God, Jesus, you're messing my thinking up. What the heck? Come, Lord, now. Come. Anybody ever say, come now? Amen. Yeah, I know. Come on. This ain't ain't biblical, but it's theological. He may not come when you want him. He, he, He may not come. He stayed two more days. Wait, wait a minute. Why? 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 Why waste time? Here, here. Y'all better write this down, cause I'm not gonna. When God gave me this, this I could put this in a song. It might. I don't even think it rhymes, but it makes really good. Oh my God! Y'all, y'all ready to write? Write this. Write this. His delay is designed to see if you become discouraged or desperate. God's delay is designed to see if you become discouraged or desperate. Because when delay meets expectation, there is about to be an exceedingly, Oh my God, in your life. There's going to be an exceeding. Somebody say, I feel exceedingly. I feel exceedingly. I, you feel it in your spirit. See, some of y'all can't catch this. I don't know who this word is for, but somebody has an exceedingly in their spirit. When you, when you have an exceedingly in your spirit, you, it's something bubbling up. You know that something's about to happen that's about to blow your mind. But because you've been waiting patiently on the Lord, and delay is not denial, but delay has been designed to see if I get discouraged or I get desperate and since I can't quit cause mama ain't raised no quitter I got to get desperate and ask God when y'all better help me so he stays in his place it doesn't mean he doesn't know where he has to be it just means he's waiting cause as he's waiting he's developing and if you start complaining he'll wait even longer 
But if you start praising, he'll stop. God better help me. The Bible says that he inhabits the praises of his people. When God hears praise, he starts moving in my direction. I feel God moving in my direction. He stayed there two more days. Chilling. And then he says this. Who, after that, he said to his disciples, let's go. Who, y'all should have went to running on that, let's go. Y'all should have went to running on, let's go. He was waiting. And then he said, let's go. Tap your neighbor, say neighbor. He's on his way. Heaven, let's go. I, I think I'm gonna get what I've been asking for. Let, let's go. Y'all better help me. Y'all better help me. Uh-huh. I, I hear my child crying. Uh, I think it's time. Let's let's go. You, you, you must say, see, I, I, I could preach this at next level. Cause y'all done ran with some people where y'all been in a room and there was some trouble. And they walked in and said, Oh my God, sister girl, let me tell you what they did, how they did it, and you just started putting on some sneakers and you said, wait a minute, let's let, let, let's go. Let's go to let's go to Judea again. Now, now let's slow down. We about to take off. I got a few more things to tell you. Let, let's go to Judea again. And here go his disciples. Just now, Rabbi, the disciples told him, you know, just now the Jews tried to stone you. And you go in there again? Wait, wait a minute. I, I know your boy is sick. He's sick. But you about to get us killed. Oh, oh my God. Oh, this is so good. Listen, we just got the message. He's sick. Can't we just pray? Like, send the word, Lord. Now you want to go. But they just tried to kill you. They weren't really. See, this is how people act around you. They ain't really with you. They with what you can do for them. Oh my God, it's so good. I'm giving myself an offering. Listen. They just want what they, why we gotta go? Here go Jesus again. He said, listen to this. I, I just love how they talk. Aren't there, Jesus said, aren't there 12 hours in a day? 
He doesn't respond to the attack that just happened or their fear. He deals with time. I didn't ask you what time it was. I just told you they tried to kill us and you going back again. It's 12 hours in a day. <laughs> Jesus is bad, I'm telling y'all. Jesus answered, if anybody walks during the day, doesn't he, he doesn't stumble because he sees the light of this world. But if anyone walks in the night, he, he does stumble because the light is not in him. He, he says, let, let me break this down because some, some of you went right over your head. He's saying, when you are who I am, when you wait, time stands still. When I move, it doesn't matter if it's light or dark. Because I am the light. Now you might not know what I'm doing. But I'm the guide. So if we moving now, it's going to be all right. But since you can't understand that, let me tell you what I'm telling you. Our friend Lazarus is asleep. But I'm on my way to wake him up. Ooh. So now the disciples said, listen, because we're still scared about this journey. I get all that. But if he sleep, <laughs> oh my God, if he sleep, he's going to be all right. He'll get well. We don't got to go. Eventually, he'll wake up. <laughs> What am I going to do with these people? However, Jesus was speaking about his death, but they thought he was speaking about natural sleep. So Jesus had to open his mouth and tell them plainly, listen, you knuckleheads, Lazarus is dead. And I'm glad. <laughs> ah, boy, that is fighting words at a funeral. Let somebody say, I'm glad they did. Ooh. Jesus, this is your boy. Your friend. And you talking about you happy? No, he didn't even say he was glad. He said, I'm glad I wasn't dead. I'm glad I wasn't there. So that you can believe. But come on, we're going to go anyway. Now watch this. Here go Thomas. Doubting Thomas. The Thomas that didn't believe he rose from the dead just a few uh, moments later in this story. Thomas says, okay, let's go. So we could die too. <laughs>
<laughs> Somebody say missed it. Look at Thomas. Shifty Thomas. I'm ready to die. To die. Let's go see Lazarus so we can die too. Because Jesus has lost his mind. They just stoned him over there. Tried to kill him. We gonna go back to where we came from. No, they gonna try to kill us again. So let's go see this Lazarus who is already dead. Let's all die. I don't know why we're going to see a dead person anyway. Woo! So when Jesus arrived, he found Lazarus already been dead in the tomb for four days. Bethany was near Jerusalem, less than two miles away. Many of the Jews came to Martha and Mary to comfort her about her brother. As soon as Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went to meet him. But Mary remained seated because Mary is mad. Mary is upset. Then Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you would have got your butt up when you got the message, that was the postmodern translation. Yeah, because yeah. they, they, they know Jesus was the man, but now they're pissed. Sort of like your family members when they show up to the funeral but didn't do anything to help. Ain't nothing like a fight at a funeral. And I'm going to be honest with you. Sometimes people don't go to view the body. They go to see the fight. I've been at some places where they could not wait till after the repast to tell that cousin that you still owe me some money. Am I talking right? And ain't nothing like some siblings fighting over who gonna get something. Let that boy stand up. He's standing up in his spirit. Y'all better stay focused. I'm telling you, you're going to miss this. So, so Mary, Mary's sitting down. She said, Lord, if you would have been here, my brother wouldn't have died. But I'm going to give you one more chance. <laughs> because yet I know that whatever you ask from God, he'll give it to you. I don't have a connection, but you got the connection. So, my sister Mary is pissed. I'm out here on our behalf to see if you can fix what you just messed up. See, y'all looking real funny right now, but that's how you go to God when he don't do. So, 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 so anything you ask God, he'll give it to you. And then Jesus said, listen, 
your brother will rise again. <laughs> okay, Jesus, I know that he's going to rise at the resurrection. This ain't no time for a sermon. Don't tell me what I know. Because I know he's going to get up. Because that was your boy. We've been, we studied the Torah. We know the law. We know about the, the afterlife. We know about that. But we're not talking about that right now. Jesus. Jesus said to her, but I am the resurrection and the life. And the one who believes in me, even if he dies, he's going to live. Everyone who lives and believes in me, he will never die. Do you believe this? Yes, I believe. I believe you're the Messiah, the Son of God, who comes into the world. Having said this, she went back and she called her sister Mary and said, in private, listen to that, you better catch this. We almost did. In private, she said, the teacher is here and he wants you. As soon as Mary heard this, she got up quickly and went to him, Jesus had not yet come to the village but he was still in the place where Martha had met him. The Jews who were with her in the house consoling her saw that Mary got up quickly and went out. They followed her supposing that she was going to the tomb to cry there. Nosy folk. Or because we get to look into this story I bet they didn't go to see if she was going to go cry at the tomb. Let's go see this fight. <laughs> oh, shoot. She got, got up. She going to Jesus. They was tight. But something about to go down. So as soon as Mary came to where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet and told him, Lord, if you'd been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her crying and the Jews had come with her crying, he was deeply moved in his spirit and troubled. Where have you put him? He asked the Lord to come and see. And Jesus wept. Now, he did not cry because of Lazarus. But but he saw their emotion. But I think even more that caused him to cry was his tears because of their doubt. Because of their unbelief. Because it says he was troubled. That they didn't even understand who he was. And he got all this drama going on. Because Lazarus is in a tomb. And what you have to understand is that in those days, the women had to have a man. Because the, the man represented their security. It never mentions their father. It never mentions nothing about the rest of the family. Because Lazarus was the man of the house. Y'all better help me. And now the man has died. And that would leave Mary and Martha open to any type. Oh, and that's what happens when men go to sleep and don't cover the women. And y'all better help me. That men have to be able to stand in place and cover. That's right. 
And so now they're at the, the, the mercy. And the Lord said, and the Jew said, look how he loved him. He couldn't open the blind, he could open the blind man's eyes. But he, he, he also, he could have kept this man from dying. As we close this wonderful message, Jesus said, deeply moved again. He said, he said, he came to the tomb. He came to the cave and the stone was lying against. And he said, remove the stone. Woo. Come on, help me preach this. See, because all that was led up to what brought about this situation. But then God, before God ever moves, he's going to tell us to do something. He said, you're going to have to play a part in this miracle that's about to happen. I'm not going to remove the stone and perform this miracle. I need the people that came to see the, this man fail, this family fail, remove the stone. God's got some people in your life that have only been designed to be there to watch your struggle so they could remove the stone. Hey, y'all better help me. He's going to have to have some people that are willing to open up some stuff, move some stuff out the way so that whatever's in the cave can be exposed. And the reason why we, God tells me to tell you that death is no place to quit is because before death can get up, it has to be exposed. That whatever's in your life that's blocking your miracle, you cannot get healing if you're not willing to remove the stone. To let somebody in them. So, so they removed the stone and then Martha said, the dead man's sister said, Lord, he been there already four days and there's a stinky smell. There's a stench. It don't smell good. It don't smell good. Well, you wanted to see me cry. You wanted to see me mourn. Remove the stone because if you're not anointed to take the smell of my struggle, you cannot handle the success that God is about to, y'all better help me up in here. There are people in your life that just want to see you fail. They want you to remove the stone so they can smell it, but they'll never do nothing about the smell. But I thank God for the people that God has assigned and anointed to be in my life that could not just stay there when the things got good. But when stuff started sticking, y'all better help me sitting there looking like if, if God, it ain't product that's going to make you smell good because your stuff still stick. Ain't no Gucci. And, mm, there's nothing that can go ahead and splash on to do what God, because if you move the stone, tap your neighbor and say, I know it stinks. But but we've been here together so we can handle what stinks on your road. Don't you judge nobody about what don't smell good on your road. Because if it had not been, but for the grace of God. Church folk getting me sick talking about, oh, he smell like this, he smell like that, she smell like this. Well, what did you smell like before God washed you in his blood, dripped you with the water, cleaned you, and so I better. He stinks. 
Jesus said, didn't I tell you if you believe, you would see the glory. So they removed the stone. And Jesus raised his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you hear me. I know that you always hear me. But because of this crowd standing here, I said this so that they may believe that you sent me. And after that, he said, Lazarus, come forth. Y'all better help me. And the dead man came out. He was bound up. I want to help you right here. He said, come forth. That means Jesus just pulled his God card. Jesus just pulled his God card. Let's have some church. Because Jesus had not yet died. He had not yet resurrected. He had not yet went to the devil and defeated hell and the grave. He had not yet taken the keys and said, Oh, death, where is your sting? Grave, where is your victory? That didn't happen yet. So it wasn't Jesus that woke up Lazarus. It was God who woke up Lazarus. It was Jesus who called God and said, God, I need somebody to get up. I need you to lose Lazarus because the Bible says to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So as soon as Lazarus died, he was in the bosom of the Almighty, but the Almighty had to lose Lazarus. I could hear Lazarus saying, I thought I made it. Why are you calling me back? I finished my course. I fought the fight. But God said, I need a favor from you, Lazarus. I know heaven looks good, but I need you to go back. Get in that dead body so that they can get some glory out of your out of your life if you read the Bible after Lazarus was resurrected he didn't say anything anymore he just was a witness and said they saw him and knew that he was the one that was dead I'm gonna preach next level God told me to tell you death is no place to quit I know your finances look dead I know your marriage look dead I know your hope look dead I know the vision look dead but God sent me this morning and say dream come forth joy come forth peace come forth too far to quit the grave can't hold me and i can hear the devil saying what is this a resurrection lazarus got up came up out the tomb and they said unwrap him tap your neighbor say neighbor loose him let him go him that was dead is dead no more 
because you can't have a resurrection and walk around in grave clothes. this because I think he's the only one that caught it I told you Jesus did all that before he ever got up when they laid Jesus in the tomb he didn't have to make no more phone calls Cause he had the keys. That's right. He stayed in his place two days. Lazarus stayed dead four. Jesus stayed in his place two days. He got up on the third. He had to get up one day before he got you up. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Because he already resurrected before he ever went to the cross. He already knew the beginning from the end. He already. See, in the spirit, he already died on the cross. <laughs> That's too deep for you. But he had to come and make a physical manifestation of what had already happened in the spiritual realm. <laughs> oh, my God. So, so, so that means he said, I don't have to get up anymore to get you up. Now all I got to do is have you die so that I can get in you. And now I've given you resurrection power. If you speak a thing, it'll get up. If you, you got power in your mouth to resurrect. The Bible says that by the shadow of Paul, the dead got up. Y'all better help me. There's supposed to be resurrection power. Anything dead in your life. You done gave up at the point of death. That relationship's dead. That thing is dead, but it ain't dead enough. There can never be anything dead in your life. That's why you gotta be careful who you speak to. When it look like it's dying. When it look like it's withering. 
You gave up. I blew the breath of life in you. Everything went there. Go like this. Go. That's God. Ooh. And you complaining? Everything that got breath. That's God. Every time you want to give up and you go, that means it's still a plan. It's still a problem. I still got power. I still. That's why I said, don't give me back complaint. Give me back my word. I got to put. He don't need your body to operate right. They just need the word. That's all you need. All right, I'm going to close. This is my last close, y'all. When you're sleeping, you're dreaming. And you hear something. And you stay asleep. But you're having conversation. In your sleep. I'm a light sleeper. My wife is going to laugh from now until we leave this church if I say this. But I'm going to say it anyway. I'm the guy, if I hear anything, I could get up as if I was never asleep. I'd be dead asleep. It'd be 3 o'clock in the morning. The alarm went off in our house, right? <laughs> Let me say this. The, the alarm went off. I was dead. We dead asleep. It's like 3 o'clock. I got up so fast. I was on the phone with ADT like, like I'd never been sleeping. <laughs> Like, yeah, like, and my wife was in tears that I could just jump from being sound asleep to up just what y'all was good at, you know, I'm making sure everything right. You know, I'll make sure I, I heard it and I was up and I was moving. Right? That, that's, that's, that's what Lazarus was. See, he was asleep. But he heard, come forth. And got up. So some of y'all walked in here asleep. But you heard God say, and some woke up. You got to start moving. Some of y'all hard sleepers, so it take you more than one time for him to say, come forth, come forth. I'm talking to you. Come forth. But when he call you, you come in. That's powerful. That's 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 a powerful. That's so I pray you encourage. Don't don't quit. Don't quit. Don't give up. Your best living is yet to happen. Who is yet to happen? Give God some praise. Hallelujah. Is there anybody in here that does not know Jesus as their Lord and Savior? If you're in here and you're lost and you want to rededicate your life, then you come. Hallelujah. 
Thank you, Lord. He's mighty. Hallelujah. Amen. We have done what God has told us to do. So don't ever get that quit spirit. Just keep on pressing. Amen. Let's stand. Hallelujah. Father, we praise you and we bless you that you are the resurrection and the life. We thank you for the power that you've given us. That, Father God, when things in our lives seem like they're dying, seem like there's no hope, Father, we thank you for quickening us, awakening us to the reality that you are a God who can do anything but fail. That death cannot stop you. So, Father God, help us to use our resurrection power for that which is good. Because there are a lot of things in our atmosphere, on our jobs, and in our lives that, that seem like they're, they're dying and they don't know you. But, Father God, we do. Help us to use this power as a witness. Let us be the glory that you want to reveal in this earth. How you rose us from the dead. You took us out of dead situations, dead relationships, dead places. And you've given us life. And for that, we tell you thank you. Forgive us for every complaint. Forgive us when we don't even understand and we say things that allow to come out of our mouth that we don't know have repercussions in the spiritual realm. Cover us as only you can. Until we meet again, to give your name glory, honor, and praise. We bless you in Jesus' name. Grace and peace.